Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Unpart Rails podcast. My name is Paul Mann and I run the Unpart Rails site. So it's the uh, playoff final this weekend and... Uh, I'm feeling quite optimistic. I'm feeling that this time that we're going to actually do it. I think with Jack, we've got someone who can set us up in the right style and move us forward. But I can move on to that a bit later. First of all, let's have a little chat about the fun game. I know that was a while ago now, but that was two of the uh, two of the best matches I'd ever seen from Reading tactically. It was absolutely spot on throughout the whole game. Yap set it up perfectly. He realised Fulham would become frustrated by our tactics. He didn't give them any space on the side so they could overlap. Yet occasionally they did get in there, but Fulham were a good seed, tied. So they're clearly going to get some chances. You, you play them over uh, two matches and not give away one chance would be, well, it's just not going to happen. We aren't Juventus. So I think that that was uh, a really good sign going into the player final. We have more than one way of style of playing. We don't have just one way, which Fulham, I think, suffered from. They just had the continue, which is a great way of playing. I have no criticism for them. They have a great way of playing, of passing and continual movement. But that central area was just blocked up completely. We just were not giving them any space. And they were letting Craney was coming back and trying to find the space. But then we had the players that we, our defenders weren't getting sucked out to follow him and that probably be a similar pattern to what we see again on Monday. So yeah, that was brilliant. Some players really stood out. Jan, uh, Danny Williams, obviously key players, but I think all the players played really well. Someone I think who deserves definite I mentioned is uh, Tyler Blackett. In the last two matches, he has been, I think he's been exceptional. I can't really remember him making a mistake in either game. And I was a little bit nervous about him playing in the position that he played in the second leg. But no, I can't remember him really doing anything. That was, yeah, I just can't remember him making mistakes. He was really, really solid all the way through. It's a death solid. It was 8 out of 10 both times, I think. So that makes a selection for the team on Monday really tough because obviously we have a beater, hopefully, coming back. So yeah, I'll get onto that one later from the questions that somebody sent me. So, yeah, hopefully it's going to be good. How are your nerves? My nerves, I would say, I'm about 2 out of 10 at the moment. I'm feeling pretty calm about it, which is really different to the previous playoff experiences. But I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier about how we can play in different styles. In the last playoff final, when we went with uh, Brian McDermott, 
we had one style of player counter-attacking and that was it, which was great. It was really successful. And in the year after, we obviously won the league. So I'm not going to start uh, saying he didn't know what he was doing with that. That's uh, clearly he did have an idea at some point. But I think that Yap can play possession football, dominate a game. But he can also say, no, 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 that's fine. You can have the ball. We're just going to put a wall up and then we're going to score a goal. We don't matter if it's ugly. We don't care. We don't care if it's the ugliest thing since a night out in Swindon. We really don't care. We're just going to win this game, and that is it. And you've got to love that in a team. You really have. You look at Huddersfield, and I think they're very similar to Fulham. They're not as in good form, I would say, as Fulham coming into this match. But it's a playoff final, so as we know, anything can happen. We could suddenly have, uh, which I hope we don't have, is a Zurab Kishnasvili performance, which was, well, he was great until that one match in the player final, and then he just broke down, didn't he? He just, in the, how he didn't get sent off in the first few minutes and given away that penalty was, that was, well, it's probably one of the worst decisions I've seen as a ref, but I was very happy at the time, obviously, but yeah, no, let's hope we don't see any of them, unless it's from the Huddersfield team, which I will be more than accepting of, and, uh, yeah, sorry for that one Huddersfield fan that's listening to this. But, yeah, let's hope that your team has a bit of a nightmare because we've been there so many times and we've had a nightmare every time in the final. So it'd be quite nice if we won this time. Now on to the questions that you've uh, kindly set in uh, to me, you uh, lovely people. Hugh Arl has sent in the question, should we look to shut down Huddersfield's creative players like we did to Kearney or should we force our own style of play? I think we see a mixture of both. I think with Huddersfield, I think the first game time we played them, even though they were down to 10 men for most of that match, which we did win, they did push us back a lot in the second half, a hell of a lot. And they didn't have endless chances or create. You didn't, but it was definitely, it wasn't one of those games when you thought, oh yeah, well, there's definitely one team with 10 men and the other one with 11. So, But I think we learned as the season has gone on, as we did with Fulham, Fulham really killed us at the Craven Cottage 5-0 but I think we've learned how to deal with teams with the possession play I think sometimes that Yap has said maybe I don't know this obviously they said to him so I've actually I need to change slightly and adapt and accept some other teams have possession football and I can't force our play on them every single time but I can find a formula to beat that and the results are showing me he can do that I think against Huddersfield we slightly push them further up the pitch and I think we'll have more of the ball than we did against Fulham. But I think there'll be spells again when they have 75% possession in a 10-minute spell, those kind of things that Sky likes, you know, spouting out every 20 seconds, which mean absolutely nothing, really. But I think that the, that's why I will come on to the team that I've picked. I, that's why I think that Vanderberg should play in midfield because I think he'd be better at closing them down and gives you a slightly more going forward than Evans, who is good in both games, but I think Vanderberg just has that little edge and I, I don't want to see him in defence. I know he had a good game on the Tuesday against Fulham, but he does scare me. He does scare me into that position and I would much rather he was in midfield. So I think that... We play very similar against uh, Fulham, and I think we block them off, won't give them any space on the wing-backs, because that's what they try and push forward. And centrally, they've got some really good players, Huddersfield. They're a good team. And uh, 
at least their fans aren't uh, complete idiots as well, which is nice to see compared to like someone else, other team in uh, that Yorkshire area, no names being mentioned. I think that, yeah, similar, basically. I think we've played to Fulham. I don't think if we give them complete space or we try to create our own style all the time, I think Huddersfield would actually beat us. So I think we have to slightly adapt. But the thing is, will Huddersfield adapt to us? We don't know that. They might actually sit back and then that creates a pressure on us. So that is a different dynamic to that question. So we'll have to wait and see. Thanks for uh, sending in the question here. And now uh, Key and Vince asked the question at uh, Swiftly Does It. Nice hashtag, that one. Nice uh, name, that one. Just the team you would start on uh, Monday. I would start with Al Habsi, obviously, in goal. I'd have a back 5-3, whatever what the situation is, attacking, defending. I think we've got to play 3-5-2 in this one. Uh, well, 5-3-2, whatever you want to do it. Abita, Blackett, Ilori, Moore, Gunter. Then Vanderberg, as I just said. I'd play Swift and Williams. So you've got the energy and the creativity. And then you've got G-Max slightly, hopefully he's fit, obviously, just hovering around and moving around wherever he wants to behind Jan. I think that would work well. I think Elori could be the person who's a key player in this match because against Naki Wells, McShane is a really great player and he had a fantastic season. But I think Elori just gives us that bit more pace and stops that and a bit more, a bit better on the ball. McShane's not terrible at all, but... I think Alori just gives you a little bit more. And in that performance that you put in against Fulham, that was a Rolls-Royce performance. That was really, really impressive. So that would be the team I'd play. I think Swift gives you the creativity. Williams and Vanderberg, the energy. Shut down players, but also give you a little bit going forward. I think if you play Evans, he's safe. He's definitely safe. You're going to get a seven. You're going to get maybe an eight performance. But I just think for the final, you need someone with a bit more bit more creativity possibly going forward, but with, as we've seen, with uh, Yap, you can never tell what team is going to play. We can all predict teams, but yeah, you just don't know. You can suddenly decide 4-4-2, although I do think that is unlikely. So thanks for the question, uh, Ken. Much appreciated. Now just looking at the vote uh, as it's uh, coming at the moment for how many people think that we will win on Monday from the Unpack Rolls uh, poll. It's uh, 76% think that we're going to win and uh, 24% uh, think we're going to have a loss. I can't... That's quite surprising, really. With our playoff history, we really must be... Yeah, our momentum's building. So I'm quite happy with that, but we'll see. It's in the uh, early days on that one. So I think here's the three reasons why I think that we will win. I think tactically, Yap can adapt to any situation. I think... He's just improved so much as the season has gone on. He's not one of these stubborn coaches that won't change slightly, won't accept that the other team can have the ball. Players have grown so much under him and adapted. If you compare the Danny Williams this year to the Danny Williams of the last two years, the different players completely, especially in the last two matches, Danny Williams is exceptional, exceptional, real top-end performances. We can play a 4-3-3. We could play a 3-5-2. We could play a 1-up front. We could play a 4-5-1. We've played so many different formations. It's impossible to know which one he's going to stick with. I mean, he's even played 2-up front at some points. 
during the season. I remember one game when he played two up front when he brought Mendes on, and uh, he played him up front with some. I can't remember the game now, but he played him definitely played him up front uh, too when we were losing a game. Might have been Derby. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Now my second thing, I think Jan is such a big factor in this match. He's in. The, he's got to be in the form of his life. And I looked at the way that uh, Huddersfield dealt with Fletcher for Sheffield Wednesday, and they struggled with that that ball over the top. He hasn't got pace, and North Fletcher, but they just couldn't deal with that simple pass. They were just so they're leaving themselves slightly open, like Fulham did to that pass, because they're trying to press us so high and keep us. They were leaving two against two quite often. And if you've got Jan and McCleary there, I think that's he's going to be a key man. He's scoring goals. He's got so much confidence. He's holding the ball up. And when we lost there earlier in the season at Huddersfield, he didn't play in that much. He came on as a substitute, but he didn't start that much. And he wasn't in the same form that he's in now. What does worry me slightly is Naki Wells, but I think we've got um, uh, Thiago Elori. I think that will really help uh, prevent him from having an impact. But that man just loves scoring against us. So, but he can score if it's 3-1. I don't care. The third thing, I think that we are defensively solid. And in the, in the biggest games, we seem to be able to pull out the bag at Norwich at home. Yeah, we'll forget the away one. That wasn't quite so clever. We did it. Sheffield Wednesday, we did it. Against Fulham, we did it. Against Leeds, we did it. We're repeatedly winning these big matches. We can win ugly. It doesn't matter. It's, it, who cares? We just win. And if you keep on doing that, you're preventing these teams with possession and you get this momentum full of everybody saying, oh, they're going to win the playoffs, they're going to do it. It's strange. Even going into this game, we're, we're the underdogs. I don't know how that's happened, but I, I think we love that mentality. We just we have the mentality to win at all costs. And I, I don't see anything uh, stopping us. I just think that we've got the shape, I think we've got the whole team, we know the right mentality. Yeah, I think we're going to win, and I'm going to say that we're going to win 2-0. And uh, let's hope this happens, because uh, I think winning the player final would be probably... Yeah, I think it probably equally the best... Yes, yeah, so I think it actually be the best ever one-off game for uh, me supporting Reading. I, I don't know, what do you think? Do you think it would be the best moment ever? I'm not sure. I think it would probably be the best because we've had so many bad times. It's almost irrelevant getting promoted. I just want to win that final. I don't care about actually going up so much as just winning that final, having that day and just getting rid of those memories of that Bolton match and that Fabian Defratus, oh, and that penalty that we just don't want to talk about. But that is a negative note, so we need to get onto the positives here. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to win 2-0. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know if you've enjoyed it. Retweets like we can get sorted out that holiday. I think Ibiza could be a good idea. Great atmosphere there. We love that. Let's get the atmosphere at Wembley right. The atmosphere for Fulham was sensational. Let's get that again. Why can't we? We can do it. It's there. Come on. Thanks anyway. Bye.